Chapter 16 of Culture and Cooking or Art in the Kitchen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Culture and Cooking or Art in the Kitchen by Catherine Owen. Chapter 16 On Some Table Prejudices many people have strong prejudices against certain things which they have never even tasted or which they do frequently take and like as a part of something else without knowing it how common it is to hear and see untravelled people declare that they dislike garlic and could not touch anything with it in yet those very people will take worcestershire sauce in which garlic is actually predominant with everything they eat and think none but english pickles eatable which owe much of their excellence to the introduction of a soupçon of garlic therefore i beg those who actually only know garlic from hearsay abuse of it or from its presence on the breath of some inveterate garlic eater to give it a fair trial when it appears in a recipe it is just one of those things that require the most delicate handling for which the french term a suspicion is most appreciated it should only be a suspicion its presence should never be pronounced as blot once begged his readers give garlic a fair trial in a remoulade sauce montpellier butter beaten into mayonnaise is a good remoulade for cold meat or fish curry is one of those things against which many are strongly prejudiced and i am inclined to think it is quite an acquired taste but a taste which is an enviable one to its possessors for them there is endless variety in all they eat the capabilities of curry are very little known in this country and as the taste for it is so limited i will not do more in its defence than indicate a pleasant use to which it may be put and in which form it would be a welcome condiment to many to whom a curry pure and simple would be obnoxious i once knew an anglo-indian who used curry as most people use cayenne it was put in a pepper box and with it he would at times pepper his fish or kidneys even his eggs used in this way it imparts a delightful piquancy to food and is neither hot nor spicy few people are so prejudiced as the english generally and the stay-at-home americans but the latter are to be taught by travel the englishman rarely the average briton leaves his island shores with the conviction that he will get nothing fit to eat till he gets back and that he will have to be uncommonly careful once across the channel or he will be having fricasseed frogs palmed on him for chicken poor man in his horror of frogs he does not know that the paris restaurateur who should give the costly frog for chicken would soon end in the bankruptcy court if i could only get a decent dinner a good roast and a plain potato i would like paris much better said an old englishman to me once in that gay city but surely you can no i have been to restaurants of every class and called for beefsteak and roast beef but have never got the real article although it's my belief said he leaning forward solemnly that i have eaten horse three times this week of course the english man of rank who has spent half his life on the continent is not at all the average englishman americans think the hare and rabbits 
of which the english make such good use very mean food indeed and if they are unprejudiced enough to try them from the fact that they are never well cooked they dislike them which prejudice the english reciprocate by looking on squirrels as being little fit for food as a rat and a familiar instance of prejudice from ignorance carried even to insanity is that of the irish in eighteen forty eight starving rather than eat the yaller mail sent them by generous american sympathizers yet they come here and soon get over that dislike not so the french who look on oatmeal and indian meal as most unwholesome food sapez sur l'estomac sacruse l'estomac i heard an old frenchwoman say trying to dissuade a mother from giving her children mush the moral of all which is that for our comfort's sake and the general good we should avoid unreasonable prejudices against unfamiliar food we of course have a right to our honest dislikes but to condemn things because we have heard them despised is prejudice End of chapter 16